podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody, it's time for another one of our Blue Room Extra Previews here on your usual Blue Room feed. Subscribers Weekly this week, loads to talk about after that eventful frustrating but ultimately probably quite good point against Brighton at the weekend. I was joined by Mick Greenall and Adam Sutton. And we all had a few different opinions on the non-substitution Sean Dyche made at the weekend. Uh, a lot of people have got different views on that. So here's a segment from that part of the podcast. Uh, if you want to join in for, as ever, link in the description or it's patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra. Great time to sign up. Lots and lots of matches coming up around Christmas and we'll be there to preview and review them all from an Everton perspective. So it's patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra. The link is in the description if you'd like to listen to this in full. Hopefully we'll see you there. In the meantime, hopefully you enjoy this segment too. So yeah, I think I agree, but but I, but I don't also agree at the same time. Like it, it's a bit weird because I mentioned before in terms of how it was really tiring to watch, and I think Ashley Young was probably the the embodiment of that. You know, there was a, a, a period in particular where I remember Matoma dribbled past him, and it was it was it was a struggle to watch in the second half. Um, so I get that, and I think it's frustrating because. I kind of, I agree with the, I agree with the, the, the general sentiments around the substitutions, but I, but I can understand and and can see Dyche's thinking. I think it's quite clear that, um, particularly from from a substitute point of view, that he needs to have a lot of trust in, in the players that, that he's bringing on. And I think, um, you know, if, for instance, if if, if Amadou and Anna was 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 playing on Saturday, I think Adrissa Garnagay would have been one of the first substitutes to come on and would have been a lot earlier than than the subs that that they come on eventually. But I think I, I do think at the moment it's a um, it's it's almost a result of him not completely trusting and not completely having faith in, in the players on the bench who who are able to come in and do the exact same job. However, I do believe and I agree with you in terms of name check and actually that Nathan Patterson would have been able to do the the say at the at the very least anyway the the same job as a as a as a fatigued thirty eight year old Ashley Young. But I think, other than that, you know, I don't think we had any other central midfielders on 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 the bench on Saturday. The only other options out wide were, you know, Lewis Dobbin or or or, or Dan Juma. And I think it's it's not taken a while for for us to see why Dan Juma is not particularly someone who is is a dice wide midfielder, I suppose. Um, so so I agree. I, I understand why he's he's not absolutely. Using his substitutes all the time, but at the same time, I see the frustration. However, I think it's also a case of, and we'll see this whether whether you know how this progresses in the future when maybe Everton's squad starts to starts to to flashing out a little bit and he starts to get to gain more trust in in those players on the bench. But I think he's quite clearly got a, and, and you mentioned it earlier that I did name check this. I suppose when when Dice first came in, and it's quite renowned that his. His use of substitutes quite peculiar in, in, in the modern day, especially when you've got five available to you. Um, but I think he has a very specific approach to, to managing games and we're holding on to to to, to, a, to a narrow margin, I suppose. Because I think in the, the early games of the season when we, when we weren't leading and we were chasing, he was quite, I'm thinking off the top of my head here, but I'm, I'm confident in saying that he was he was a lot more open to, to using the substitutes when, when chasing the game. But I think when, when holding on to, 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 to marginal, you know, Wins or, or or even draws and difficult fixtures. I think he he's less 
proactive or, or less resistant to, to, to or more resistant, sorry, to, to want to change things up. And, and I can understand that because I think we kind of actually saw evidence of it in the, the Aston Villa Cup game when he did change it halfway through the second half. And it was almost like that the game tipped on its head then when we, we looked in complete control. And I think there's also got to be, you know, context of if, if there's anything to me anyway that this manager has shown that he can do since his arrival is that his ability to 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 see through results has been very really really strong you know I put something on Twitter that we're, that we're yet to lose in 14 games when we scored first under Sean Dice so I think there's there's for me anyway there's there's credit in the bank where just having a, that little bit of trust in in, in in the manager in terms of you know if we are leading or, or there is a you know a marginal scoreline at the time to, to have a little bit more patience but that's a little bit easier said than done when you're at the ground and, and you are seeing a 38-year-old Ashley Young tire or or even the likes of Jack Allison and, and Decore who thought tied later on as well. Um, but I think the mixture of the actual options on the bench and and, and I suppose that the historic performance in, in those type of games where Dyche hasn't used subs and we've been able to see the results, um, I'm probably not keen to, to criticise straight away. Probably doesn't make it easier to watch though. I feel that for that young and, and Patterson one in particular, it probably came down to just straight up performance versus experience in, in Dyche's head. And it was Patterson who played in that in that five one, wasn't it? Up at the Amex not long ago and, and he dealt with Mitoma pretty well after maybe the first five, ten minutes. But maybe Dyche's thinking is, listen, I, I know he's got to this stage and, and dealt with him relatively well or he hasn't had a, a clear cut chance or do I just know that he's going to give me exactly what I've asked him for? Whereas Patterson comes on and slightly a little bit more keen to maybe get forward himself or to make an impact on the game. And and can he trust him in, in that way? But as Mick just said, I think the way that the, both players are performing from, a I don't know, an output point of view, Nathan Patterson is going to be fresher, quicker, reactive. You, you see the Ashley Young one away at, at Anfield where he's like, Oh, I can get there. Oh God, I haven't got there. I now look like a fool because I'm I'm walking down the t- the tunnel really. And I think Nathan Nathan Patton is hopefully going to be Everton's future right back. And do we bide our time with him? And, and do we maybe just err on the side of caution that that Dice might be doing the same really and just putting his trust in in Ashley Young because he's been there, done that. If Nathan Patton gets ran past as soon as he comes on, and, and as you say, Matt Matoma cuts inside and equalises, we all go well. What's he doing? He's a young lad and he's been thrown into a game and it, it's tough to t- try and adapt. It's, uh, yeah, again, a tough one. Um, but I feel like, as Mick said, he, he's built up a little bit of credit in the bank for us to, to trust his decisions. That one for me is is one that I'm not necessarily on board with so much. Yeah, it's just, I just wonder what like the crossover point is with it though. It's like, because he brought, after we conceded, he brought Patterson on for, was it Young you brought him on for then? Did Young come off then? He did, didn't he? And then bizarre. I mean, I'm not going to get too much into this, but you brought Calvert Lewin off before we had a corner, which was mad as well. <laughs> Best header of the ball in the penalty box. But, but like, what what's the the crossover point then? Because like, like, what does Harrison have to be doing in that situation? Because I, I think the obvious hope was Patterson on for Harrison, and Patterson either plays in front of Young or Young goes and plays right mid, and Patterson goes to right back. So you've effectively got two fullbacks down that side because we we were defending anyway. Um but like you know Adam you 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 played you played left back didn't you when you were playing when and like what 
So like how how disruptive would that be? Say if you're like playing against a winger who's getting at you late on and your legs are tiring and the left winger in front of you is offering very little. Like would it would it be that disruptive to to bring them them off and have somebody different in front or or not? Or would you rather just like see it out as long as you you know you're sort of in control? It's one of those where how many times have you seen it through by just blagging it almost really and like right we're just going to stick with this and, and try and get by and again it doesn't sound like something that's going to be very I don't know sustainable in terms of right well when it gets to 80 minutes and the 30 year old left back's legs have gone uh, we're just going to see if we he can actually last another 10 minutes but then the flip side I've been in in games where they've brought on I don't know 18 19 year old left back and then they've given a penalty away two minutes later and, and they're absolutely distraught and Again, the professional footballers, it, if they can't deal with not knowing what is going to happen in the next five or ten minutes, then they, they probably shouldn't be playing at the highest level, really. But from my point of view, you've got to take the lesser of two evils, haven't you, really? And you've got fresh legs, you've got someone who's probably fresh-minded, someone who has actually been watching the game for the past 85, 90 minutes. So you should have a relative idea of, of what the winger is, has been doing or has, has done. You try and double up, and again, I, I agree with with Patterson coming on for for Jack Harrison would have been a good change because one, you don't necessarily need to change the format of Young against Matoma, but two, he, he he's one of those Matoma where he goes to he shapes to go with his right foot, sells Harrison a, a dream, and then he gets his bit of luck there. Really, is Nathan Patterson going to go? Well, I know you're not going to cross with your right, I know you're going to go back on your left because that's what I've studied and I've been watching your tapes all week and. It's a, it's a tough one, really. Only we know whether making that change before the equaliser would have paid dividends. Um, but it's one of those where I think you've got to try and be proactive, especially when... How many times has Sean Dyche been in that position where he knows that if it is coming, then, then he has an option to try and stop it. But maybe he believes that the best way of stopping it was to just continue what we were doing. Sports Social Podcast Network.